Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Swiss Pats. This is our very special monthly edition of What's Happening. We are going to talk about October. It's a great month. It's the best month. It is a really good month. Well, you know, it's a couple of, couple of birthdays come around in October. Just saying, you know, if people out there are thinking of, uh, you know, um, what to do for a couple people who have birthdays in October, whose names are Susie Lyon and Don Delco, you know. We accept us. gifts. We do. In the form of money. Although this is a big <laughs> one for me. It's the 401. Oh, yeah. That's why you haven't mentioned it I much. Can't, I can't say it. Um, but I'm going to forget that, and I just want to kind of focus in on things that are going on around Basel. Or, I'm sorry, not Basel, but Switzerland. Switzerland All yeah. of Switzerland. We've got a whole bunch of people in Zurich that just turned off, Don. <laughs> I know. Good job. Please come back. Come back. So what we're going to do in the show notes, we're going to not only have links, but we're going to put... We're going to try something new. We're going to put the times on when we talk about these things so you could really kind of figure out exactly what to do and get more information because we're not going to be able to give you all the information. So Definitely not. We'll do our best. So let's kick it off. What's happening in Switzerland for the month of October? Susie Lyon. Well, I've got a bunch of things that are happening at the beginning of the month. Let me start with the first one, which is the Whiskey and Spirits show. And I mean, it's kind of what it says on the tin, right? It's not, there's nothing really else to tell you. <laughs> okay, but next it's, one. <laughs> uh, whiskey and more. It's in Lucerne. Um, it's, um, no, the, the the Geneva one, Lucerne. Lucerne, see. Lucerne, yes. This is why we provide the links. Yeah, whiskey and more Lucerne event. It showcases products um, that bring, and it brings together a number of suppliers and producers of whiskeys and spirits to help um, to establish you know, uh, contacts and networking for people, not only in that kind of business where they want to buy and sell whiskeys and spirits, but where people of the general public can come and discover new things, new developments, um, new mixes, new, all the things to do with whiskeys and spirits. I do so, love a good whiskey. I, I don't. I know. I'm not a, not a whiskey person per se, but the event is open to the general public. So even though there will be a lot of things for suppliers and on all of that and producers, it is also open to people who are just fans of spirits and whiskey. So it's at uh, Villa Saracen in Geneva in, in the Lausanne region on the 4th to the 5th of October. So it's, it's like a trade show. It's like an expo. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're always good fun. Okay, so the next, the first thing I got is actually it doesn't have to do with whiskey, but it has to do with cheese. And I know you like cheese. Oh, you Susie. could go from one to the other. What's that? You could go from whiskey to cheese. I know. I don't know if that's a good pairing per se, but oh, we've said per se twice this uh, episode. We're getting fancy around here. Yeah. So this is the cheese market in Hootville, and it is October fifth and sixth, and this is near Bern. Okay. Okay. And so basically it's just a tribute to the local cheese variety in Hootville. There's going to be over 20 cheese producers who are going to present their specialties at this cheese market. And if you love cheese, I mean, this is the place to be. There actually, there's going to be um, best of the region labels are going to be on display. So, you know, the top quality ones, there is going to be a lots of folk music, other kind of handcrafts and traditional celebrations. They take this pretty seriously. And, uh, if you just really want to get some good Swiss cheese, it's maybe a little, you know, you got your Appenzeller, you got your, you got the ones that everybody knows, 
right? This is a little bit off the beaten path, but uh, it's October 5th and 6th. It's the cheese market in Hootville, which is near Bern. I am, uh, I just love cheddar. I know that's blasphemy in Switzerland, but I do. I just love cheddar. That's all I want to eat when it comes to cheese. A good British cheddar? A good British cheddar cheese. They do know what to do with cheddar cheese, don't they? So I want to stick with Lausanne in the Geneva region um, because I have a completely different event from the Whiskey and Spirit one, which I first mentioned, but this is the same weekend, the 4th and 6th of October. It's the Baby and Kid Planet, and that's also um, in Lausanne at the MCH Beaulieu Lausanne. So it's a three-day event, and it is for future and new parents for children up to age eight. The event features market leaders who present a wide range of products, associations, and professional information. So if you do have a young child, or if you are planning to, or if you're about to, then especially if you live in the Geneva region, then there's a baby and kid planet happening over three days, 4th to the 6th of October in Lausanne. Check it out. Can I just say I had a baby nap on my chest about two weeks ago. We were having a meeting. I and know. You were like. Oh, it was the best. You, you were a different person. It was the absolute best. I miss the chest naps with my kids. I, I do. Know. I, I love me some babies. Babies are cute. Babies are cute. cute. It was, the, it was nice see, watching. I mean, that, that baby particularly didn't cry much. He li- well, he liked me. I mean, come on. I mean, on. that helps. But that's the thing. That's the best thing about it. And now I get it. It's like I got to hand it back to the mom. Yes. And she had to deal with all the other bullshit, right? <laughs> and I could just kind of have the good stuff and then pass them back. So that's the entirety of the baby thing. I don't know if I missed that. But anyway. But there's lots of people out there that, uh, that, are, that are in the throes of looking after their babies. They are. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> go to the baby and kid planet. <laughs> no, go to the whiskey event. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so this one I'm going to talk about next is if you can't make it to Munich for Oktoberfest, grab your Dirndls and your Lederhosen and head to Vadensville. Now, they it's going to be October 4th and 5th, and they are holding, this is one of the biggest Oktoberfests here in Switzerland. Okay, and so there's obviously you got the big tent with beer, but this year they're also doing a wine tent, which is kind of cool. Yeah, if you're not a, this, there are people who aren't beer drinkers. That's right. Yeah, they, the the thought of drinking big steins full of beer at Oktoberfest isn't uh, appealing. But exactly. Now so, you can still dress up and and enjoy it. So Vadensville is located kind of between, uh, I think it's between Zurich and Zug. Um, hashtag Susie fact. But this one, it's a single ticket will cost you about forty five franc or sixty five francs for the beer tent. It's uh, a little cheaper for the wine tent, but you get a meal, you get drinks, you get all that covered. Um, again, it's October 4th and 5th. It begins about 5 o'clock on those days and goes till about midnight. And as always, there is a great shuttle that runs from the train station to the festival grounds. So it's going to go all through the night. You don't even have to worry about driving. It just sounds like a perfect excuse if you really can't. Make it to Munich to like the big one. This is a great way to experience Oktoberfest, and it's in Vadensville here in Switzerland. Yeah, don't drink and drive, people. No. No, not smart. Now, I have the last uh, kind of expo for you on the 4th and 6th, uh, 4th to the 6th of October. Um, this one is the La Cote Flute Festival, and that's happening in Glande uh, at the Theatre de Grand Champ. And that is mm. four days of the flute festival. It features 
flute choir workshops, young public afternoon, dinner for all, gala concert, and artists from eight different countries. Will Jethro Tull be there? Jethro Tull will not be at Ah. the flute festival. But uh, that is happening the 4th to the 6th of October in Glond. Uh, so that one is also worth checking out and I have no more for the 4th to the 6th of October. I'm done for the beginning of October. Yeah, that's a busy weekend. That was three kind of expos slash events happening on the 4th to the 6th of October. So if you're listening to this right at the beginning of the month, you've got no excuses. Three (laughs) things that you can go to. That's the problem, I guess, with October is with the school holiday in the middle. There's not that much that goes on. Yeah. You know, the last couple of months have been super busy, but October with the two-week break, a lot of things aren't aren't really going down. So I actually have something that ends on October 6th. It began back in September. It's the 15th annual Zurich Film Festival. Nice. This thing has gotten pretty popular over the years. Uh, it has grown uh, by leaps and bounds. They had over 100,000 people go to this thing last year. Uh, there's going to be a bunch of – the best thing to do is go to zff.com slash en. There's a whole program of when there's different um, premieres, talks, everything surrounding film. People like Kristen Stewart and Oliver Stone are going to be in town uh, doing some things around the film festival. It's really – it's a big deal. Uh, but if you do want to get involved in going to see any of the premieres or seeing any of these panels or talks, best thing to do is just go to zff.com slash en. You'll be able to find tickets or figure out what's going on uh, with what they're showing throughout Zurich uh, up until October 6th. So it ends October 6th, but it is, uh, it's a big deal. So I would, I would highly recommend that one. Yeah, I actually met somebody that uh, looks forward to this event every single year because she told me that seeing film in switzerland is actually quite a chore which i agree with i love going to the cinema to see film but i always feel like the movies that are coming out in the us uk australia they come out here months and months later so like you're really missing that kind of hype when a good movie a big movie comes out so she said that this october film festival is like a really big um, way to see a lot of up and coming new films and it's a really good way to to get involved in in all of that and the cool thing too is they release any tickets about i think it was like 15 minutes before it happens the the premiere or the screening or whatever they release tickets that have been unused awesome so you, yeah so you just contact the um the ticket centers and it explains it online on the website and you might be able to grab some tickets to some sold out premieres as well. Well, that's what I would love to be doing in Zurich. I do love a good film. I would love to go on a red carpet. (laughs) Oh, I would, I would be, I'd be like posing for the cameras. They'd be like, who is she? She's no one. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Okay. So the next one I have um, now, obviously people come to Switzerland as maybe trailing spouses or maybe they come here to follow their hearts and then what do they do? They need a job. So, the Zurich Tech Job Fair is happening on the 9th of October. So if, if you are in the tech field and you are looking for a job, then there's a whole festival happening at the Volkshaus in Zurich. Actually, the Volkshaus is usually a music venue. So okay. there you go. They're having a tech job fair there. It's a chance for job seekers to talk to companies that are hiring. And so that means you're basically getting in front of the companies and you're talking to them in person as wow. opposed to sending your CV, waiting to hear something back. We all know if you've even applied for one job here that it is completely different. 
than any other country. There's a whole, like, you include your photo and you do all these weird cover letters, which is not so <laughs> weird, but, like, you tell your whole history and all of this. So it's a, it's a way to make a, a lasting first impression in person and do a bit of networking. So that's the tech job fair. It's coming to Zurich on the 9th of October at the Volkshaus. And um, I don't believe you need a ticket. You, you possibly do it. Uh, we'll, we'll link the website so that you know if you if you need to, to book a ticket for that or if you can just turn up. But if you are in the tech field and you are looking for a job, then, well, go to Zurich. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. I know job hunting can be stressful for people, especially in a place like Switzerland. And networking is the best way to do it. It sure is. All right. So I am going back to the, uh, this is a wine tasting event. Actually, it's, I guess, more of a grape harvest festival. So in September, excuse me, there's a bunch of these in the wine growing regions of Switzerland. Well, this one is near Freiburg, which is kind of right on the border between the French-speaking and German-speaking areas of Switzerland. Um, and this is a, a grape harvest festival in Sheree, and it's the second weekend of October, and it's just this, Sheree is this very small winemaking village, but it's just going to be transformed into a huge open-air party venue. Um, so there's going to be bars, music, dancing, all kinds of fun. Uh, it's going to be, like I said, it is October 10th, or I'm sorry, October 11th through the 13th near Freiburg. And basically the high point of this festivity is a parade that kind of floats through the village. There's going to be the brass band, the Guga music that you're familiar well, I love with. some Guga music. Yeah, from the Fasnacht. And then once the procession is over, the local winemakers perform the traditional first pressing of the grapes. So it is a huge, huge deal. And it looks like it's just tons of fun. It really does. And hopefully the weather holds out. It's October 11th through the 13th near Freiburg. Very fun. Now, this next one is a exhibition. I like an exhibition, and the Vitra Design Museum always does a good one. So if you haven't been to the Vitra Design Museum, then basically the month of October is definitely worth visiting, especially if you're into comics, because they're doing an exhibition called Living in a Box, Design and Comics. And it's 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 going to be very very comic heavy uh you know all about um you know learning about the legendary pieces that create a a comic um comics such as the adventures of tintin the peanuts or diabolic i'm not sure what diabolic is but i'm sure if you're into comics you know all about it so it's basically based about around how uh designers have been inspired by comics and they've created works based on the stories of comic book writing okay. about living in that box of a comic book. So it's, you know, it's got to do with the furniture. It's got to do with the comics and it takes it all. And it, and it looks at, um, at how people have been inspired, how designers have been inspired by the art world of comic books. So this one actually started at the end of September, but it runs until the 20th of October. Usually with the Vitra Design Museum, you need to buy a ticket for the Vitra Design Museum and then you buy a ticket for the exhibition. That is the same case today with the Living in a Box exhibition. But I really recommend going there if you haven't been already. A lot of people that have been once to the Vitra Design go again because it is a really good place. They have a cafe, they have a shop. I mean, you might end up walking out with the 7,000 franc Eames chair. (laughs) 
I'm, you know, it's, I'm not saying that you won't. Please do not email me and blame me if you go there and you decide to spend all your money on uh, on Vitra Design Furniture. Yes, but if you do email Susie, she gives you some talking points to speak with your spouse on how to get around apologizing for buying that $7,000 chair. Also, She's quite comfortable, I got to admit. I will also come and test out your chair and make sure it's uh, nice <laughs> and comfy for you. I would be so nervous sitting my ass into a $7,000 chair. I mean, that's like low level 7,000. Oh my God. That's, yeah. That's a cool place though, Vitra. It is. It's really cool. It's, I mean, if it's just worth going there. You can sit in these expensive chairs and not buy them as well. Oh, really? Yeah, of course you can. Maybe you could buy that one for less than 7,000 francs. Yeah, like six and a half. <laughs> okay, next thing I got, and I already talked about the film festival in Zurich. Well, there's actually one also that happens in Bern, and it's actually a worldwide short film festival. It's October 17th through the 27th. Um, And this one is for 11 days and nights, there's going to be, it's basically the creme de la creme of short film entertainment. So it's really cool because this worldwide short film festival is based on kind of a unique concept. It takes place not only in Bern, but also at the same time in Buenos Aires, Cairo, Cape Town, Hong Kong, Moscow, San Jose, and New York. So for over 11 days and nights, there's going to be 200 short films screened and celebrated on five continents. Documentaries, animation, feature films, uh, all this kind of stuff from all corners of the world. It's really, really a cool idea. Um, And it's basically it's this this celebration of these short films but you share it with other parts of the world it's it's very very cool um burn.com actually has some more information um about this festival and how to get tickets and things like that um and like i said it is it runs from october 17th to the 27th um 11 days and nights where they're showing these these films um, every night and every day. Uh, tickets really aren't too expensive. I mean, you can get everything from a one entry for like 20 francs. A festival pass is like 130. But, you know, if you are a film buff and you can make it to Zurich, heading over to Bern is a, is a good second option. So they have something similar in Australia called Tropfest, which started in 1993 for Australian filmmakers to create short, short oh, yeah? films and kind of, you know, create a platform for people to show their new content and it's basically a rave now (laughs) like i mean it still has the uh it still has the short uh film awards Uh and like winning that award is is pretty important um it's a pretty big deal but now it's like it's not just a film festival anymore. <laughs> so maybe this one will go that way. But it sounds like this one's a little bit more sophisticated. A than little Shop more Fest buttoned up, yeah. But, uh, you know, there's always really good films that come out of those things. They're always worth watching once they release them on uh, on Facebook or, or on their websites. It's always worth checking them out. Now, I have something completely different from film. We've mentioned a couple of film festivals and we've not mentioned um, anything to do with sport, Don. I know. What I'm is, surprised. What is going on? I could talk about my golf trip to Scotland. Well, you could talk know. about the Browns winning. I could talk about the Browns. I mean, I if mean, you this... want to talk sports, we could talk sports. I mean, we might be here all day, and we <laughs> both have places to be and things to do, so let's not talk okay. about sports all day. But I will mention one sporting event that is happening at the end of October. It's the Swiss Indoors, and it is a huge event. It is a massive event. 19th to the 27th of October, if you can imagine every name in tennis is there. Every name in tennis. You've got Roger Federer, 
Come on, help me out here. What's some more names in, in tennis? Dude, I don't follow tennis. I'm sorry. Um, there's a bunch of people. I Serena mean, Williams? There's names. Venus Williams? I don't know. Is, Are they going to be there? I can't say any of these names. I can't say any of them. Where's, where's the Australians? Um, who's the Australians that play? I can't even think. See? Andy Murray? No, is he no. retired? Um, yeah. Now, tickets. <laughs> let's forget who's actually going to be there. Let's forget who's there. I mean, everybody who watches tennis already knows about Swiss Indoors. And if you're interested in going to tennis, then you just have to go to Swiss Indoor, Indoors Basel.ch to find out who is actually going to be there. Um, but tickets start at about 40 francs. And you can get a really, really fancy ticket for 776 francs. And it's a 49 so oh my god did uh, they let you like play with roger federer like not you get even to play close doubles? not even close so um you do have to buy a ticket if you are coming with children you it's not considered suitable for children under the age of six kids can't sit on your lap like this is a this is a proper yeah legitimately huge event it's not one where you're like oh yeah i'll just bring my kids it's a you know like a spur of the moment thing they released the tickets for this months in advance so they released them in april for this year which is and it's happening now in october and in april next year they'll release them already for the next uh the the 2020 um swiss indoors it's huge everyone goes to these if you're interested in tennis then you're going to be there um it is at the saint jacobs Haller in basel great venue it's there every year and apparently it's it's a really fun uh way to spend a day watching tennis i haven't been i haven't been i went last year you did i did they just renovated uh that that hall so it's really really cool nice and new and updated uh, i went last year to like an afternoon at doubles and Watched a couple Americans get their butts kicked, but it was it was the first time I ever been to a professional tennis event. Um, I just I don't know, just tennis was never really a thing for me. But it was it was cool. Like it's you know, I mean, if you I get went some, to Wimbledon. I don't need to go to any more. You went to Wimbledon? Yeah, one time. Did you have to get? You had to wear all white? No, no, I didn't have to wear white, but we did have to line up. I don't know if they still do it like this, but you. I'm, I'm assuming if you're fancy, you have your tickets already. But for me and Bruce, we <laughs> had to line up in the morning, and we just had to, we were given a pamphlet on okay. on queuing etiquette, uh, how to queue properly at Wimbledon, and we sat there and we waited and we waited and we waited, and eventually we got in. Um, and oh, it was my. a fun day. It was good to to be there. It's kind of cool. I mean, you know, it's always fun to see like athletes at the you know the best in the world doing their thing it's cool even though it's tennis and i don't really i do want to give you an idea of a ticket that is sold out that you cannot get anymore this ticket is no longer how much is it premium ticket this is sold out um you you get a numbered seat in the premium stand you get a return transfer um from your hotel you get the Basel card, a champagne, and a sweet surprise. Ooh. Probably luckily, let's be honest. Yeah. And further attractive benefits. 885 francs. My God. You cannot get this ticket anymore. It's sold out. So sorry for those that got excited about that one. But uh, yeah. <laughs> All these people were pulling out their wallet. Yeah. I like, can do I'm it. I'm doing it. Yeah. That's, but, you know, if you're, if you're into the, the tennis, then of course there's the Swiss Indoors Basel. So you mentioned um, the the one job fair. The, I got one actually that's happening um, in Zurich as well. It's called Career Relaunch Conference. Awesome. And this is October twenty second. Starts at eight thirty. It's at the Credit Suisse Forum um, in Zurich, and this is basically a professional mobility con- conference organized 
by the University of St. Gallen. It brings together business leaders, researchers, policymakers, highly qualified individuals seeking to re-enter the workforce or reposition themselves professionally. So it's another resource if you're looking for a job or if you've been off for a while and want to get back in it. This is actually a pretty good place to go. The conference aims to be a platform for exchanging ideas and best practices for expanding your professional network. So it's a, it's a pretty cool thing, and it's um, there is an entry fee to this, uh, but the best thing to do um, is just to go to the website, and it's es.unisg.ch/en. It's in English, um, so the the website's great. Uh, gives you a description. It tells you about the target audience, so maybe this is for you. It's men and women with a degree from university or University of Applied Sciences who want to relaunch their careers, uh, company representatives, nonprofit organizations and universities, and public administration officials and policymakers. So it is uh, October 22nd. Again, it is in, um, it's near Zurich, and it's for those who kind of really want to get back at it. Yeah, sounds awesome. Yeah. I think it's so important to have these sorts of events for... Uh for people seeking jobs. Just some guidance, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, now, I want to tell you about something that is not a, an event. It's more, uh, it's courses, lectures, and workshops um, over a wide range of topics. And the reason I want to bring these up is these are all in English. These are courses that are new from the Volkshochschule in Basel. And it is basically offering a bunch of things for people to learn about or learn a new skill or um, do something in English, which, uh, you know, these sorts of courses aren't usually available. And so there's obviously, they've noticed at the uh, Volkshochschule that there is a gap for this sort of thing. And so they've created these um, courses, lectures and workshops, which I'm about to tell you about. Now, they're all being run with talented and passionate lecturers. They're offering course participants a stimulating learning environment. So all of these are in English and you do need to be fluent in English to to, lo- to, to kind of do these, um, but you don't have to be a native speaker. So if you're not a native English speaker, it's fine, um, but it is for people who, who understand English to a high degree. So it's a bunch of things and they're all so interesting and the ones I'm going to read out to you all start at the end of October and you need to go to the Volkshochschule website which is vhsbb.ch and you just follow uh, their link to the English programs and then you can choose which one that you want to do. Now the ones that they have that are coming up in October they've got American Poetry an eight-week course, they've got Watercolor Painting that's another eight-week course, they've got Drawing for Beginners that's a seven-week course, Origami the Art of Paper Folding that one is a five-week course, they've got um, German for Expats the first oh, cool. semester so that's a one that is you know german right at the basic level you've maybe you've just arrived or maybe you haven't had a chance to learn yet that one is for you that is for english speaking participants only so then this one is the reason that i actually found out about this there is the culture of ireland it is um for people who have learned english up to a c1 c2 level or for native speakers and it's a six six week course Uh, Sorry, this one's a nine-week course starting at the end of October, all about the culture of Ireland. And then on top of that, at the beginning of next year, there is an Ireland in word and image that is also for C1, C2 learners as well as native um, English speakers. So the two Irish courses 
for people who have got an interest in learning about the culture of Ireland and Ireland in world and image, uh, sorry, word and image. So um, there's also, um, what else is there? No, that's that's it. That's the, They're all of the courses that are starting uh, at the Volkshochschule in October, but there are others starting in January. So it's like the, they're really they're really opening the doors to, to English speaking people to learn things over, you know, anywhere between four and eight or 10 week courses. So I think it's really, really awesome. They're all got different prices. They're all really reasonable starting from like maybe just over a hundred to three or 400. So that's pretty reasonable. Yeah. yeah, The website is great. If you're in the Basel uh, area, definitely worth checking out vhsbb.ch. Okay. I got something. I love a good truffle. Oh, no, not me. No? No. So I'm, I was, not, I'm not sophisticated enough for a truffle. It just, it tastes, have you ever tried it? You are. Yeah, I bought truffle oil and it has sat in my cupboard for months. Oh, no. Yay. M&S in the UK sell, sells these truffle and olive oil potato chips. Oh, <laughs> oh no. they're amazing. Anyway, I love truffle. You put truffle on anything and it's just like I instantly am in love. So on October 26th, in a village called Bonvier, or it looks like Bonvillers, but I know it's not. I know it's pronounced French, so I apologize. <laughs> it's near Lake Neuchâtel. It is a basically a truffle festival, truffle market for one day, October 26th. Um, this is going to be dedicated to the Jura truffle, which is a truffle that's found here in Switzerland, and it's gonna, there's going to be growers, chefs, um, food lovers. Anybody who's into this kind of stuff is going to be there. It's, it sounds awesome. So throughout the day, there's going to be about they they average about several kilos of truffles sold to visitors, which is insane. That is a lot. But you can learn more about the truffles. There's going to be talks, demonstrations, and of course tastings. So the interesting thing too is there's these things called truffle seeking dogs. Yes, they, I, th- I thought they did it with hogs, but I guess they do it with dogs. as Dogs, well. yeah, and so there's going to be dogs there too, um, and it's it, it's they're, they're going to demonstrate what these dogs do, like the, how they hunt these truffles. It's pretty cool. Did you know that dogs can be trained to do practically anything? Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, dogs we can't pretty... be trained to do anything. No, but a dog can. No, including truffle hunting. And a dog could probably do a much better podcast than you and me. Ah, all right. Well, while you're at the Truffle Festival, uh, I'll be at the Basler Herbiza Messer. This is, we got to end with this. We got to end with this. It is the best event of the year, in my opinion. It is so much fun. If you haven't been to a Herbst Messer yet, then the Basel one is the best one. I don't even know. I wouldn't even go to another one. <laughs> I wouldn't even know if they're any good because I wouldn't go to a different one. The Autumn Festival, the Autumn Fair is basically three, uh, two weeks, sorry, I was going to say weeks. three days, not, not three days, two weeks. Two full weeks, two, three weekends. Yeah, two full weeks of markets, fairs, rides, fun, food, um, glue vine, rugging up, sitting by the fire, being with friends, being with family. It is so much fun. Um, and I don't know if it is replicated anywhere else in the world, but it is more fun than a pumpkin festival. It is more fun than Halloween. Anything that is done in autumn, the Herbs Mesa is the most fun. The Circleville Pumpkin Festival in, in Ohio is pretty lit. Okay. Just saying. No, but here's the thing. I know this is going to sound blasphemous, but 
I like Harps Mesa better than Fosnock, and I like it better than the Christmas markets. Okay, so I like it better than the Christmas markets, but that is kind of crazy. I don't know I if do. I prefer it to Fosnock. <laughs> to what knock? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What'd you tell me to do? My words. <laughs> Um, so the autumn fair, the the herbs messer, the autumn fair, it starts on the twenty sixth of October. So right at the end, it's gonna be everything's gonna be orange, and the trees are gonna be all bare, and it's gonna be awesome. Um, they have amazing food. There's al- always seasonal food, things like uh, meat on a stick. Yes, it's always fun. Spice. Uh, then they have the um, it's kind of like a um, potato kind of hash brown thing that they make and then you can have it with like a sour cream sauce or an apple sauce oh, God, those yeah. are so good it's kind of like rosti but not quite it's not yeah it's, right? it's still potato but it is different to a rosti the garlic sauce with it is just yeah oh. i get it with both i, I ordered two because okay. they're that good <laughs> honestly the like the the savory of the potato and the sweet of the apple it's just oh amazing. i haven't tried that yeah, one definitely that combo. try it okay that sounds awesome. And then they also have the um, cheese in a bread roll. Oh, here it It'll is. It'll be the first uh, time the this year, well, other than at Christmas, but the first time at this time of the year with the cheese in a bread roll. It is called, I don't even remember Cosbongle. Cosbon- there you go. You see, you're Cosbongle. so good at it. Um, fondue in a bread roll. Right. It's delicious. That's exactly what it is. And, and you know it's good because the line goes for 20 minutes. It does. It's insane. So, but it is it is worth the line. It's worth the line. You have to eat it in a different way. So you have to get this stance. So in Chicago, there's something called an Italian beef sandwich, right? Yeah. And you, there's the Italian beef stance where you have to kind of get a wide stance. Yeah. Okay. Like feet firmly feet, planted on the ground. Yes, but more than shoulder, more than hip width apart. Yeah. Okay. And then you have to lean. You got to hinge. Back, right? Yes, you got to hinge at the hips. Yeah. Okay. And then make sure to eat the cosbongle because it's going to drip straight down because yeah. it is liquid hot cheese. Yes. If you bite into this without thinking, you will literally get third degree burns from your mouth to your stomach. You basically Don't will do it. at some point. Like you can't not. They hand you this thing. And you're supposed to wait, but you can't. No, it's so It's good. impossible. Don't wear your best shoes because they'll get ruined. They'll get ruined. Uh, and around the floor all the way at, at the <laughs> at the um, at the stall, there's just cheese all over the floor yeah. because people have spilled it. It is worth it. The first year I came, it was seven francs. I think last year it was eight fifty. I could see that. So sure. I would expect to be it to be maybe nine this year, maybe even more. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, yeah. But it, it is worth it. It is absolutely worth it. If you haven't had one, definitely go and have one. There will be other occasions that you can get it, but this is the first of the year. It is. You got it at Herb's Messer, you got it at the Christmas markets, but this is this is the one to have it at. It is. Now, like you said, the, the food is fantastic. I mean, there's, the stalls everywhere just offer awesome food. Uh, there are it's something for everyone so you can go and just go and drink with your friends and have a good time you can go with the family right there's tons of rides for kids and things to do for kids uh they have an area in uh in peter's plots okay which is one of the areas they have it there's this basically this this i don't know how to explain it but it's this entry area where there's this huge kids playground right 
And literally, you can drop your kids off in there. Yeah, it's the best. It's run by um, Roby Spiel, right. which is uh, a organization in Basel that is just basically to help out parents with their kids. It's amazing. It's awesome. And you can drop your kids off in there. There's this huge castle that they can play. There's rides in there. They, they can make, make candles. Things, yeah. yeah. You could drop your kids off in there. It does cost you, right? Yeah, but it's one of the cheapest things to do at Herb's Mesa. It is, yeah. And also, that means you don't have to have your kids with you. It's fantastic. They're having fun. You're, they're not annoyed. You're dragging them around. It's great. Yeah. Um, there's a big Ferris wheel at Moonster Plots that is terrifying that I haven't been up. Um, oh, you haven't been up it no, yet? No, God, no. So the thing with the, um, the Ferris wheel, it's called the Bellevue, and they sell cheap tickets for it on the very first day mm-hmm. so you can go up for fairly cheap uh, otherwise it can if you are new to switzerland then you will probably have a heart attack at the price but if you've been here a while then it's just uh it's just go you just it's it's just normal life but um it is worth it it is nice you get a whole view of all of uh, basel it's really really nice i hear it's a nice view yeah the the price of Herb's Mesa, it just it warn you, it, it adds up quickly. So my first year here, so because it, it goes every day, right? Mm. Every day, throughout the day, into the night, every day for two weeks. Kids are in school, but I thought, man, this is going to be great. You know, get the kids from school. We'll go hang out there every day after school. Let them run off some steam, have a good time. So I, first day on Monday, I pick them up. We go down there. We walk in. Uh, one kid wants a quick snack, then they want to do a couple rides, and then they want to play a couple games. And it was literally 20 minutes. I looked in my wallet, and I just spent 80 francs yeah. in like 20 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, what just happened? I believe it. Right? Like, it was just like, holy crap. So that is the one thing. Like, the rides, it can get pricey. The food can get pricey. But it is, it's still just so much fun to walk through. There's a bunch of stalls selling things, like trinkets and cool things. and It's just... And it's all throughout Basel. Yeah. Um, so the areas that it is is Barfusaplatz, Petersplatz, Munsterplatz, and the Messi uh, area. Yeah, the Messi has a bunch of ri- yeah, more rides. Yeah, the Messi area has, uh, like if you're into more kind of extreme rides, they have a ride that goes right up to the middle through the hole in the Messi, um, and it drops you really fast. It's a lot of fun. I'm going to get you on it this year, <laughs> No. Dan. I am going to get you on no. it. No. So if you are like those kind of more extreme rides, not not necessarily for kids, then the Messi is the place to go. If you want food, Petersplatz is the place to go. Also Munster. And if you want that kids play area, it's uh, Petersplatz. Barfi kind of has a little bit of everything. It has some rides for kids. It has yeah. lots of food. It has some stalls. So that, you know, there's definitely a breakdown. Every year they have an app as well. So you've got uh, an app you can download so you can see where to go, what to do, and we recommend it. If only we could go to Herb's Mesa every day, Don. I know. We might have to get a job first, mm-hmm. but then we couldn't go every day. Yeah, that's true. Because it's expensive. But, God, it's so much fun. It is fun. It's a great way to end it. So there you have it. That's what's happening in October. I'm sure we missed something. So hit us up on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or even shoot us an email and let us know about something that's going on this month that you want us to talk about or let people know um and we're gonna have this out for a couple weeks uh because of the holiday breaks we're gonna go on breaks ourselves Uh, but get out there check out october in switzerland um, before the winter hits yeah we hope there was something in there for you yeah we do thanks for listening (laughs) 